Welcome to CII Podcasts. Hello everyone, this is Jayan Sriram and I'll be hosting this episode for you. Welcome to another episode of the CII Podcast. The topic for discussion is Sustainable Futures, Strategies for Green Product Adoption in Industries. In this episode, we talk about the shifting landscape of industry towards sustainability and eco-conscious practices. From the increasing importance of green products in today's consumer market to the essential steps that industries can adopt for greener and more environmentally friendly manufacturing, our conversation spans critical considerations in the era of heightened environmental awareness. Our guest, Mr. A.R. Ulni Krishnan, a recently appointed chairman for CII Green Pro, will explore their initiatives harmonizing with India's goal of achieving net zero emissions by 2070 and delve into the envisioned future services that will propel the nation toward this target. Mr. Vanikrishnan brings over 31 years of industry experience. He began his career with Grindwell Group, which later became a St. Cobain company. Today, he plays a vital role in the growth of St. Cobain's glass business in India. Apart from his role at St. Cobain, he's a thought leader in sustainability, actively contributing to policy frameworks for the Indian construction industry. In addition to his leadership at St. Cobain, Mr. Unikrishnan holds key positions in industry associations, serving as the chairman of CII Chennai Zone, chairman of CII Green Product Council, vice president of Madras Management Association, member of the Indo-French Chamber of Commerce Governing Council, CII Southern Region Council, CII National Manufacturing Council, Research Council of CSIR, CGCRI, and the Indian Green Building Council Executive Board amongst much more. Thank you so much, Mr. Unikrishnan, for making time for us today and joining us on the CII podcast. Thank you. Thank you, Jayant, for having me. Thank you. Right, th- uh, thank you, sir. We're very much looking forward to the conversation ahead. Firstly, congratulations on your new position as a chairman, although it's, 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 uh, it's one of uh, many. Um, to get started, let us talk about your vision for Green Pro and how significant is uh, CII Green Pro's role from a national perspective in the upcoming years. Thank you. Thank you, Jayant, once again. Uh, it's a great honor to be part of uh, the Green Pro. Uh, you know, CII had, thanks to many of its visionary leaders, started the Green Business Center uh, over 20 years back. And it had many, many initiatives, the, starting with the Indian Green Building Council. And in, in 2015, it started the, the Green Pro, the Green Product and the Services Council. Uh, with the intention that we need to really bring in a credible uh, rating or a labeling uh, system for various products and services uh, used largely in the building sector, but also something that can transcend to other other uh, sectors as well. And I think it has it has traveled quite a distance uh, uh, thanks to again uh, excellent effort by the different stakeholders within the industry by the CIA Green Pro team and the, the visionary leadership of many other people in the past. Today, we have, I think, over uh, uh, 350 companies have really got their products and services labeled under the Green Pro. We have over 8,000 products which are covered, you know, spanning around 30 plus categories. So I think it has come a long way, uh, especially when we are as a country looking at carbon neutrality and, you know, the buildings really account for a significant part of the, the carbon. And when it comes to carbon, it's also the operational carbon and the embodied carbon. Thanks to many good initiatives in the green building space, I think we have addressed a large number of the operational carbon issues. 
Uh, now, what is really important for us to is really focus on the embodied carbon uh, in the in the products. So, be it building materials or any other materials that go into you know different products uh, from that point of view. I think that is where uh, this this green uh, pro uh, label uh, really brings in a, a level playing uh, you know platform for people to really compare which one to choose from that point of view. So, this is what we call a level you know it's a, what we call a type one type one uh, rating system which is based on certain performance and the life cycle analysis of that so this has this has got immense potential to really bring in more and more categories i'll, I'll maybe as the conversation progresses maybe i can throw light on some more some more uh, you know opportunities that we see as as time progresses yes of course uh, thank you for that and just to sort of broaden the conversation a bit um i wanted to ask you um what actions uh, do you think india ought to be taking to uh, to implement green procurement across uh, various manufacturing sectors in the coming years? The best example has been set by the building sector. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, thanks to the pioneering work done in the green building space uh, with you know, the green building rating system and things like that, the, the entire supply chain in the building space has really got transformed over the past couple of decades. And it's not just the, the manufacturers, but also the different stakeholders involved in that, be it the designers who are designing the building, uh, the construction companies, to the manufacturers, the entire supply chain has really gone through a lot of transformation. So thanks to that today, you have products and services which are really, uh, you know, taking the sustainable path in terms of its manufacturing, logistics and delivery and installation in the, in the construction site. Thanks to that, I think today the availability, if somebody chooses to take the green path, take the, the route of sustainability, there are enough options available uh, in the market. And I must again compliment here on, on the government for really taking the lead on this. Uh, let's not forget that in, in a country like India, the government continues to be one of the largest developers, one of the largest construction you know, uh, investors from that point of view. And government has really taken the lead, CPWD and many other uh, public works departments of different states have taken the lead to really insist on Green Pro label in, in, in terms of their procurement. So they are really, you know, led from the front from that point of view, really walking the talk. We have also seen many, many private uh, companies, uh, be it uh, who are in the real estate space or some of the corporates who are really, you know, also expanding in different parts of the industry have also taken the lead. It's not mandated by anything in by any regulation, but it's a voluntary, you know, decision taken by some of those leaders. You know, really, uh, those are the leaders who really, you know, show us the the way forward when it comes to green and sustainability. There are many, many who have really taken a decision that in their supply chain they will insist on a green pro label for whatever products and service they they do that. So I think it's just the beginning. I am sure in the years to come we will see this becoming a norm. You know, more than an exception. Thank you once again uh, for that answer, Mr. Onikrishnan. And, um, you know, I, we touched on many of these uh, points, I think, already. But um, just for a, for a more overall perspective, uh, with respect to the Indian industrial sector, um, what are some of the key steps that can be taken to make their products green and environment friendly? You know, there are multiple factors influencing uh, how the industry would take this forward. One is from the regulatory point of view. I think there is more and more... Uh, you know, talk about, I think it's it's very well understood that there is a climate change and therefore people need to be proactive in terms of uh, actions to be taken from that. So there are regulatory uh, steps taken by the government and many other stakeholders in the industry. The second is also the market uh, 
you know, driven actions. Today, more and more, we have the customers who are asking for it, who are insisting on our taking the sustainability path and also products and services which are more green from that point of view. Therefore, it's not it's not anymore a choice. You know, it's it's, a, it's something which one ought to be doing it. Now, what the in the industry, what we see is people are you know you are familiar with the scope one, scope two, and scope three in terms of the the, the CO two. Uh, people have a reasonable uh, understanding on the scope one and scope two, which is directly related to its manufacturing and the you know the the uh, the energy part of it, which is electricity and other things. But I think where there are still some haziness is really on the scope three part of it, which is really in the supply chain part of it. I think that is where something like a, a Green Pro labeling and a rating system would really help people to make some sense out of what are their supply chain, where does it stand today, what steps need to be taken on that part of it. And in many sectors, I mean, even sectors one would imagine to be very, very difficult uh, to really move to the green path like cement and steel. I think many, many leaders have found uh, uh, you know fantastic solutions to really move the you know in the, in the sustainable way and make the products much more green so i am sure this is going to be a catalyst in really transforming the industry from that point of view now it's not just in the building materials industry i think many oems uh, for example in the case of automotive many oems are now really looking at how to make their supply chain more carbon neutral so everybody is you know on on the net zero as a country we are on a net zero journey and many many uh, organizations, many corporates are in the net zero journey. So it's very important for them to uh, convert the entire supply chain uh, in, into that, you know, in, into that net zero journey uh, compliant uh, operations. So there, I think this Green Pro label is, is, will be a great catalyst in helping not just in the building, but in many other sectors really transform the supply chain. Thank you once again. And I think that's a really important point about uh, really transforming supply chains. And just to move on, um, India has uh, set a target to achieve net zero emissions by 2070, of course. And um, that, that's really, I mean, that's a really important target to, to look forward to. How are the initiatives uh, taken by CII Green Pro aligned with the same? Yes, as a nation, I think we have committed to carbon neutrality by 2070. Our Honorable Prime Minister made that statement in the COP meeting. Uh, if that is to happen, the building space, uh, has to be carbon neutral by 2050. That's a given, you know, only then we can as a country achieve that part of it. Now, when it comes to that, as I mentioned earlier, there are two types of uh, carbon that we need to address. One of the operational carbon. Now, thanks to the green building rating system and the, the changes that we have seen in, in terms of the, the design, the choice of materials and many other things, the operational carbon is to a large extent getting uh, under control. Therefore, the focus really has to be on the embodied carbon. So um, uh, I think one of the vision that we would have is really how can this Green Pro label uh, transform the entire entire materials uh, you know sector into more of a low carbon to no carbon. I think if we can really shift in that direction uh, later part. I mean it will take a few years, but you know from a mere labeling to more quantified uh, you know uh, carbon uh, uh, that if we can do that, I think that the market forces will then drive towards more and more materials, more and more companies to move towards low carbon products and eventually to no carbon products. So, and, and I think it will also bring in lots of innovation in terms of the manufacturing methods, the kind of raw materials that one has to use, choice of energy that you would use for your manufacturing. So I think it's, it's a big transformational journey that we are embarking. Uh, we may think 2070 is uh, quite far, but uh, you know, many decisions 
that the industry has to take today will determine whether we will really achieve that objective so in my view i think this can really the, the, the green pro also would evolve over a period of time to really move towards more low carbon no carbon kind of a products and services thank you once again i think that's a, that's really interesting side of objectives that you laid out um and what are some of the future services envisioned by cii green pro which will support the nation to achieve this um, this net zero emissions target we're talking specifically about the role uh, played by cii green pro you know there are multiple multiple uh, uh, you know roles that we play from the cii uh, one the green business Uh, center and also from the green pro uh, council as well apart from having a labeling system i think we do a lot of uh, advisory services lot of counseling for many of our members and and uh, different uh, you know parts of the stakeholders in the in the in the, in the industry uh, we also uh, do a lot of awareness programs on, to people so that they understand how to really compare different products from a, you know green pro labeling point of view how to understand the the embodied carbon and things like that i think the most important uh, change or further actions that you would see would be in the in the field of services uh, as as you know it's a green product and services council uh, we have traveled i mean of the 8000 bulk of it uh, are in the in the products category in the years to come you will see a lot more action on the services part of it now services can be in the field of uh, design construction operation and maintenance of buildings so i think that is one area where we see a lot of uh, opportunity uh, for the services to really you know start looking at their carbon and and get into a kind of a labeling as india is also really you know planning to become a 35 trillion uh, economy by 2047 i think we will have huge amount of exports happening from here huge amount of manufacturing taking place in the country therefore the entire logistics and the supply chain is going to be very very uh, critical and we uh, we have a unique opportunity in india because we don't have to repeat the mistakes of many other countries did when they were on that development journey we can really set our logistics our supply chain right from uh, you know really uh, minimizing if not eliminating the carbon from that point of view so a lot of our actions in going forward would be focusing on the services in terms of how we can help that sector to really become uh, carbon neutral Thank you once again uh, for that answer. And um, as we're winding up our discussion for today, um, I wanted to ask you about a very uh, a crucial sort of aspect or subject that uh, CI Green Pro can play a huge role in, uh, which is that how can how can CI Green Pro facilitate the, in, the increased export of Indian products in the present scenario of uh, carbon taxing, you know, which is really gaining a lot of momentum. No, it's a it's a very good question. In fact, uh, world over. world over people are uh, really looking at uh, more sustainable solutions and people are insisting on uh, you know the green credentials of uh, uh, not just the products but also the the companies who are supplying that now when it comes to that i think what is more important is the credibility of what are the certificate that you carry now here it's very important to know that uh, cii has huge amount of credibility world over uh, when the g20 happened the cii was the, the the primary you know the support for the government in terms of organizing that the b20 and all that so cii has huge amount of credibility anywhere in the world second i think the green business center uh, which is really pioneering whether it's green buildings or green product council all that the green business center uh, was set up with very pioneering vision uh, way back uh, in in you know the early 2000 and 
it has got huge credibility in the in the whole world in terms of green buildings or you know the people who are connected with sustainable development so i think both from cia and the gbc it brings huge amount of credibility when anybody goes from india with a certification or a label from cia green pro council so i think that's a, that's a big plus for people the second important aspect is you know uh, we are very much part of the global uh, mutual recognition uh, network so there are different countries have similar to us what uh, you know they have the green product and services uh, uh, labeling and certification mechanisms and each of these countries can recognize each other so that you don't need to repeat you know that kind of a labeling or certification when you want to sell your products or services to some other country we are very much part of that network in fact we already have a recognition from a few important countries and in the years to come you will see that getting you know more wider especially since i mean india is also getting into more trade agreements with uh, you know many countries so that will be a focus for us to see that we have mutual recognition from many of those countries so that that's very easy for uh, you know products manufactured in india to really find uh, markets and customers elsewhere in the world Thank you, and on that note, uh, we'll end this uh, podcast discussion for today. Uh, thank you so much, Mr. Oni Krishnan, for uh, joining us, uh, making time for the podcast today, and uh, sharing your views and insights. Thank you so much for joining. Thank us. you, thank you, thank you, Jayant, and I wish uh, a great journey for us to you know towards carbon neutrality for the country. Thank you. Thank you for listening to CII podcasts. 